Pipe band life's not for everyone. And it doesn't always come at the right time. But with the Chanarant podcast at patreon.com slash Chanarant, you can be there at the right time for you and your loved ones. It happens to a lot of guys. You're not ready to pipe band as hard as the Chanarant guys do. But with patreon.com slash Chanarant, you too can be ready anytime, anywhere. Let's go. You know, it really uh, gives a toast to my fucking haggis. What's that, Josh? It's um, burn season. We're in we're in burn season, pre-season burns eve. I guess technically tonight should be burns night because it's the Friday. It's tonight, tonight is, is, is night. tonight is the birthday of the poet Rabbi Burns, who you, most people know his descendant, Big Rabbi, from the <laughs> Big Rabbi show. Big Rabbi Poo? Yeah, Big, Big Rabbi Poo. <laughs> well... Well, when, strangely enough, along the Robert Burns heritage line, at some point, one of his uh, daughters married someone with the last name Pooh. <laughs> but they still wanted a name Rab after Rabbi Burns. They wanted to keep the name in the family, yeah. Robert. So that's how, he, that's how he got the name Rabbi the Pooh. Every, it's, this, is, this is canon, guys. Just yeah, ask anybody. This, yeah, this is very important. Take notes. Write it down. Put it on Wikipedia. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, ever ever since Chanarant got bought by Disney, this has become canon. <laughs> <laughs> we make up our own shit. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. Oh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Chanarant Podcast. My name is Josh. With me, as always, is my bearded and actually fantastically well-uniformed uh, co-host, Mr. Andy Fuko. That's me. And if you didn't know, I'm here to let you know this is a motherfucking explicit podcast, and we're going to say some motherfucking bad words. So I'm going to give you five motherfucking seconds <laughs> to listen to something else, motherfucker. That's five, four, three, two, one. Motherfucker. I'm really getting those baritones in. I didn't realize we had Samuel L. Jack, motherfucking Jackson on <laughs> the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't even had that much to drink today. I just It's just been a long week, I it's think. It's been a long yeah. fucking week. I'm going to have a lot to drink on this show, let me tell you. That's a good idea. Let me tell you. I'm going to wake up just in time to make it to Burns Dinner at 5 o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> good for you. I actually have to show up and do lessons, unfortunately, but uh, other mm-hmm. than that, I'm going to... Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I figure now's as good a time as any. We can let people know that you can... Listen to the show, obviously. Mm-hmm. You can find on all your favorite podcast players. You can review the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, Google Podcasts, Fusco's Grinder, and I believe on Yelp. And, of course, like us, follow us, stalk us, Facebook, Insta, Tweet, Twitter, Gram, uh, Snapchat if you're Australian. And now you can Patreon us. You well, can message us on Patreon. Strangely enough. This episode of the Chain Rant Podcast brought to you by ChainRant.com, your source for all the merch related to things that happen explicitly and only on this show. And <laughs> Patreon.com slash ChainRant, where you can pay $5 to watch the live stream we're on right now or listen to some exclusive interview-esque type stuff from yeah. Winter Steam. Um, 
hashtag crush the puss. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a new hashtag for us, you think? Yeah. Uh, you think wear, that'll catch on? Hey, let us know. Let us know in the comments or send us an email. If we made a chain rant hashtag crush the puss shirt, would that be something people would buy, you think? Ooh, that's an interesting one. I didn't like, what it. if it's just a cat in a vice? <laughs> that's just that's just the artwork. The artwork's a cat in a vice, and, 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 and on the on the back it just says one of the six. So if you so if you know if you know what is, yeah, if yeah. you know, then you know. That's an interesting. I like this idea. This is a good <laughs> idea. Should I write this down because you're going to forget this? Or? I mean, I have my notebook. I guess I could. I, I don't have my pen though. <laughs> oh, I got my pen. I got my pen. Okay, we're good. I can write this one down. Um, so Fusco, how's your week been post winter storm, buddy? It's been rough, man. Uh, catching up to work and lots of gigs and lots of things going on mm-hmm. plus the day we got in and the day after we're completely waste because we were so trashed like physically not even like um i don't even mean like hung over i just mean like dude there's nothing like it was like three days straight of drinking and like up for 24 hours and yeah it was like nonsense it was a four i mean the thing the thing that i have to keep in mind is it was essentially like a 48 hour trip like not even, <laughs> it really was it was a 48 yeah. <laughs> hour trip we spent 10 hours of that in the air and maybe like four hours of that sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god! Like, it was it was absolutely fucking wild. It was that second night especially because we were up till four thirty a.m. or something. Man, I was yeah, I was I was playing the long game because I because I I told you I told you on was it would have been Saturday night it would have been the night of the concert and I was like God damn it. I am doing the Fusco protocol. <laughs> last man standing. I am going to be. I am going to be the last man standing, and that is how I am going to get if you're laid. Lo- listen, you're, if you're the last man in the room, somebody's going to take you home. <laughs> your options. Your options increase exponentially. I, I'm not sure what his name will be, but you'll, somebody. Turns out it, it was Joe Brady. Too, turns out it was uh, Lone Star Piper. No, <laughs> <laughs> he was the other last man standing. He was the other last man standing yeah. in the room. Him and his buddy. Yeah, but uh, man, I, I went for it. I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not taking an L. I'm just going to keep going and keep, and I kept getting myself back up and getting myself back out there. Cause I'm the king of like, when I'm just tired, I'm done with it. I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm just going to, I'm going to call it a night. Yep. I'm going to get some rest. I'll yeah. hit it again tomorrow. Josh is the king of, well, like as we know, the Irish goodbye where like once he starts to get tired, he just disappears. He's like, fuck it. He is not, he's still young. He's, he's got ideals and all that nonsense. But like when you're my age and you've been, you've seen the things I've seen, you've seen the puss I've seen, <laughs> you're like, listen, the only chance you got is you got to like, you got to fucking, it's a war of attrition, son. Let me tell you, <laughs> got to be the last man there. So that's, so that's what I went for. Yeah. I, uh, I, I thought, you know what? You, you, Last night of winter storm, I'm going to, I'm in it to win it. How'd I'm that work out for end. you? I uh, failed. Yeah. Miserably. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think I finally threw in the towel at like five 30 in the morning where I was just like, like my very last route was just not happening. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> that's too bad, man. I, I know you had, you had a late, option but i got close fell through, i got fell closer through. than i thought i would get yeah because i had given up pretty much by like three o'clock yeah and then all of a sudden I, something fell in my lap and i was like well wait a minute now but uh alas the the gods of puss did not smile upon me <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of that the, the greek the greek god of puss to be pustocles <laughs> <laughs> yeah that did not work out for, to your advantage yeah. pustocles did not say did not uh, smile upon me he did not uh, appreciate my sacrifice 
No, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> so we got we got a couple things to get through. We only have a couple voicemails, uh, emails, and things before we get into some semblance of a topic. It's pr- it's going to be a bit it's of a grab be, bag, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But what else can you expect after winter, like the Winter Storm episode? Yeah, we're still mentally recovering. Like, what do we do? Where do we go from here? By the way, I got to before we get any further into this, I got to give you mad kudos on that one. I finally finished listening to the cut of the Winter Storm. Did you hear it? Episode. I thought it was great because uh-huh. uh, I know I know what you were handed. like i essentially for those of you playing along at home i essentially gave andy like 20 clips of just nonsense and i was like here you go fucking do something with it (laughs) you know i was talking to aussie broad today about it as a matter of fact and she because she said something similar she's like how you know how did you what the fuck how did you do that dude like we had no story there was no like nothing there was like nothing we had that conversation too like we were when we got lunch before the concert we got dinner before the concert and everything Mm -hmm. and i was like okay we got fucking nothing. This is Saturday. <laughs> it's Saturday. It's like, 24 hours yeah. in, we had nothing. It's a Saturday evening. I'm like, we have nothing we can use. And I was like, we're just going to record everything until we leave. Right. Yeah, yeah. We're just <laughs> keep turning it on and see what just happens. Just keep turning it on. Something will happen, yeah. which is so funny. It, it took it took us well out of our comfort zone, I got to say. Oh, yeah. Big time. Because we're so used to just like sit at the table, have a couple of drinks, and just let it let it fly, you know? Yeah. It, it, it did not go that way. There was no. a lot of um, there's a lot of resistance. Resistance. Yeah. That's the thing is you don't you don't realize how and you and I I think we're getting to this we get into this tunnel mode because we do it every week and like we're always kind of like on to some extent when we're mm-hmm. doing content. Mm-hmm. You forget about the fact that other people don't fucking do that, especially not in the pipe band world. No. Like other people in the pipe band world are like famous for a weekend and they go back to their normal shitty lives. Right. Yeah. And so when you put a microphone in front of them, they fucking shut, shut down. down. It's yeah. just like just <clears throat> there's like no turning on like. Like there's that moment of turning on. It's a thing. Like, yeah. And for me, it was a thing. I noticed it this weekend. Was like, all right, Dude, you switched like, on. Just, you switched on at Winter Steam pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we had a couple of drinks, and every time the mic would go on, I'm like, all right, get into like yep. Fuco mode. Yeah, and dude. Put on, like, put on the face. <laughs> there's on Andy the, in the background, the like, oh god, I don't want to do this. And then, and then, like, the mic goes on. I'm like, all right, I'm Fuco again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's like a different character almost. Yeah. Well, that's, that's how it's always been, though. It's always like, okay, how do I play like a more exaggerated? ridiculous version of myself exactly so yeah. that way that way the audience actually enjoys it <laughs> uh and but that was very eye-opening to sort of live it with well it's interesting because like i mean you get people that are even like get nerves in the piping world about like the live stream and stuff like that and you wouldn't think it right because the level of the level of pressure that is applied to some of these people i mean these are high level players that mm-hmm. we're talking to mm-hmm. and the level of pressure it takes to go into like the grade one circle at the world pipe band championships mm-hmm. i would have to not eat for a day before that because i would poo my pants so hard oh yeah but the opposite happens where as soon as there's a camera or a microphone those people like freak out and shut down because they're just like not used to it whereas for us we're like i guess i don't know if we're like ahead of the curve or behind the curve or whatever but it's like i don't get that much nerves on playing or like being in front of a microphone or anything like that. Cause like I've already said so much stupid shit into this thing. <laughs> like, yeah. There's no way that this one will be, there's no way that episode 52 will be the one that like sinks me finally. Like I've said way worse shit. <laughs> I, I was a little worried about that one sinking me. Cause I, there was some, there were some risque things we did, but Most as our friend out of it. Yeah. As our friend Colin said, like we have nothing left to win. 
Yeah. So <laughs> that was the best. That was the best quote ever. That was a good one. I really. Yeah. I really Colin. Colin. Uh, we were talking about Colin, and he's like, he Colin was. Armstrong. He was explaining to us like, yeah, I want to come on the show more. Like, just couldn't give a fuck. And I'm like, well, like, why is that? And he's like, I have nothing left to win. Like, I've, <laughs> I've already done. I've already done everything. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, which was interesting. An interesting twist. That's going to um, be our new. See, we used to always say that on the Chain Rant podcast, we have nothing left to lose. No, yeah. we have nothing left to win. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag nothing left to win. Hashtag nothing left like to win. <laughs> Hashtag playing for sheets. Damn that Colin. His music might suck, but he's goddamn clever. He may he may have he may have eight hundred dollar boots <laughs> and a really bad hat, and a really really, really douchey uh, hat. But looks like a, looks like a <laughs> looks like a Walking Dead villain. <laughs> but uh, other than, but man, do I love that guy. Yeah, he is fucking funny. I'll give him that. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's get it. Let's get some housekeeping done. So where do we want to start? Do we start with emails or voicemails? You're the only one with a computer right now because my computer is doing the the Patreon stream. Uh, let's do the voicemail. Let's get the Honey Bourbon sending a message. So let's get to him. We haven't talked. We haven't heard from him in a while. I feel Dude, like this is, this is the perfect angle too. I mean, this is like this feels like two more tickets to the gun show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you might want to start working on those guns first, buddy. It, it's I see a lot of pale. <laughs> If I had a tan, you'd not, be able to see. I would say, yeah, I can't uh, see the, just the lines. If I wasn't, if I wasn't so pale that I'm translucent. <laughs> yeah, I'm reflecting all the light back. Yeah, yeah, it's not working. <laughs> see, see, as it turns out, everyone, everyone talks about like Scottish and Irish people getting bad sunburns. I've ascended to the point where I don't get sunburns because I'm reflecting 100% of the light back out. <laughs> all UV rays. <laughs> I absorb. I, I'm so pale that I absorb nothing. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a mirror. I'm class. <laughs> so I haven't heard this yet. Have you? Is this Honey Bourbon? Honey Bourbon. Yeah. I have not heard it yet. Yeah, no. So, so we're, we're, we're all in, in for a surprise. We're all in for a treat together. And I hope Come it's along. not that long. Come along with us on this journey, kids. <laughs> Let's see what Honey Bourbon's got uh, to say and how long it takes him to say it. I, I'm going <laughs> to, yeah. Okay, we're at, we're at like 12 minutes into the show, so I figure this will be it. We'll yeah, just do the closing we'll, after this. <laughs> as uh, Fred Morrison said, we'll see you on the other side. Yeah. What's happening, assholes? Honey Bourbon here. Got a fucking bone to pick with you, fuckers. Winter storm. I did not get a single Snapchat from winter storm. From anyone, any of the randoms that were there, from you blokes. I was quite disheartened. I, I was looking forward to it. But no, you know what I got instead? I got a shitload of fucking videos on Instagram. That's what I, I don't want that. I want the Snapchats. Snapchat me people, come on. Add me on Snapchat, Honey Bourbon One. Not hard. Do it ads for himself now. And give it to your friends. Give it to everyone. Send your dick pics, your tit pics, your veg. <laughs> send them all to me. Jeez. I don't care. But anyway, for the people that are on there, you guys are fucking awesome, legends. And yeah, just have a chat with me. I don't think I'm that bad of a person. I think. Let me know if if I am on Snapchat. Anyway, that'll do. Hope you enjoyed Winter Storm, you fuckers. I'm out. See you, boys. So I like how um, Honey Bourbon is essentially just using his messages to us to promote his own Snapchat now. Is that Apparently that's a thing. This is not... This is not a surprise to me. <laughs> this, this is how we've launched careers. Absolutely. I mean, think of the characters that. Dude, next we've... next we're gonna know. Honey's gonna Honey's gonna write us in. And he's gonna be like, now if you want to see my ginger dong, get my premium snap, which is ten dollars <laughs> ten dollars on PayPal. 
Oh, dude, that would be amazing if he actually could make a living off of being a character. Yeah. <laughs> he is I mean, a character. I mean, but. yeah, I, I think he makes a living off of being a character now. I actually, he's right, though. I do feel bad. I didn't even think about, not once did I think about Snapchatting anything because that's not my MO. Dude, we always do Instagram. Yeah, that's we do we Instagram because um, we live in the 21st century. And it's better. Yeah. And, and we're not 18-year-old sorority girl. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need our, our dick pics to disappear. We want those fuckers permanently. I want them permanently. Yeah. yeah that's, that's why I took a bunch of them and I hid them inside of Joe Brady's pipe case. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing with that Polaroid camera and that uh, magnifying glass? I was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't judge how I spend my Friday evenings, you old son of a bitch. By the way, we met Joe Brady. Uh, well, you met him I'm, officially. I, I met Joe Brady in person, and I got to say, uh, totally lives up to the hype. Dude, Joe Brady is the Joe Brady, right? He's yeah, amazing. Yeah, right? he lives up to the hype 100%. <laughs> I was not disappointed. Um, he weighs about 15 pounds. Yep, you picked him up, he, right? He has hollow, he has hollow <laughs> bones. He's got that hollow bone disorder like a bird. Is that osteoporosis? What is that? Yeah, that's something that happens to olds. <laughs> but we filmed it. Well, hopefully, Josh eventually produces yes, that's some true. form you, of video That's true. Of you sort. uploaded your, yourself on video. You got me and uh, Joe Brady having a moment. Yeah, like I got the moment where Joe walked into the room and Josh saw him across the room and then I recorded the whole, like them meeting for the first yeah, time. Yeah, no, it was, it was fantastic. <laughs> um, definitely lives up to the hype. I, I want him to be my grandpa. Yeah. We're going to put that out for Patreon members first, and then we'll open it up eventually. Yeah, eventually. Everybody. We'll like, give it like two years. We'll get, we'll show it to all the fucking cheap bastards who won't pay five bucks yeah. a month. I also recorded you meeting Lone Star Piper for the first time, mm-hmm. and me technically, but yeah. that was fun. Our good buddy, uh, good buddy Jeremy at Lone Star Piper. Yeah. And um, made an absolute killing must of that weekend. Dude, he... He's got. A, I didn't booth, realize how real his business is. That booth was busy the busy. entire time. I had no idea because Henderson Bagpipe Supply was across the way. Yeah, and it was like a ghost town. It, yeah, like his. Like, I, I had like no a, idea. Like a lone, a lone tumbleweed blew across <laughs> in front of their table. Dude, everybody knows Henderson Bagpipe Supply. For the, as far as I knew, like they. Were I've never seen shit. Vulture Circle indoors before. No, and then like right above but Henderson's dude, table, just. It was pretty. It was a fascinating um, experiment in economics because. Lone Star Piper had shit in stock and, and Henderson was mostly like, oh, we'll send it to you. Yeah. Because they don't keep anything for the most part. And it's like, no, I want he it He had all kinds of shit. Like he had everything you could possibly want. So you, I feel like, I, and I people don't think that are in the moment, like I want to buy a new sticks. I want to buy the Crichton yeah. sticks because Stephen Crichton's or yep. uh, I, w- I want the right there, McWhorter or whoever it is. I want McWhorter sticks. I want fucking Hitchings reads. I want em. whatever it is. He's got it. So, this episode, by the way, is explicitly not brought to you, not brought to you <laughs> by Lone Star Piper. By Lone Star Piper. He's We've, just a friend. And yeah, fuck he's, him. he's told us to make sure we make it very clear that he does not sponsor this show. <laughs> yeah, he has nothing to do with us whatsoever. I barely even know the guy. <laughs> <laughs> we only made out like once. We, we had drinks with him. He stole Josh's camera. Made, did, did a bunch he got of some dick good, pics. He got some good photos. Um, did they're he? not all dick pics. Some of them are taint pics. Because he did steal your camera and walk yeah, around. He walked around and took some, took some photos. Anything we can use or anything Yeah, good? He, got some, he got some shots. I haven't edited them yet, but there, there's some stuff in there hey what a surprise josh didn't did nothing yet it's fucking <laughs> i just got it just got Dude, you know how many hours it took me to edit that fucking show and i got it done yeah you don't i have i have to go to work <laughs> so do i motherfucker like, like, like eight or nine hours a day is that is that andy's work schedule oh i have had a lot of work this week let me tell you i ain't, no, yeah, sl- so, I ain't um, no slouch strangely enough we got to hang out with joe brady lone star piper um we got to see i didn't actually get to talk or see Stuart at all i did i saw jack i didn't talk to him i talked to jack I, 
saw Stuart, never spoke a word to him the whole time. Yeah. Like I saw him across the way. I'm like, I got to go say hi to him. And I never, I don't know. I don't know there. if Jack was actively avoiding me because he recognized me or if because he's so much shorter than I am. He just <laughs> didn't see me because I was like, he's like tunnel vision. Zach, Jack's not short though. He's got to be your height. He's at least Jack six Lee? foot. Yeah. He's a big dude. Maybe uh, maybe he was just hunched over. Maybe no, he, he was, was a big dude. Like well, he's surprisingly, him, he takes up a lot him, of space. I passed him on the way to the bathroom, so maybe he was hunched over holding up who in. Maybe were you wearing your sunglasses? Uh, no. So maybe he didn't recognize you then. That's that might be it. Yeah, if I don't have my shades on, yeah. I'm just another basic white dude. No, I went and talked to him a couple times. He did not avoid me. He did talk to me, <clears throat> and he expressed. <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Sorry. Sorry, you'll edit that out. A couple times. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> He expressed a couple times, um, you know, he's looking forward to coming out to Vegas again in February, and then um, we're doing the right thing, blah, 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 whatever. That's good but to know. he didn't seem to be avoiding me at all. He was very talkative. So, um, but Stuart, I saw him across the way numerous times, never got a chance to talk to him. Just It just never happened. It's one of those things you, you see a million mm-hmm. people and... Well, when they get flocked to that thing, like I saw people like trying to take selfies. Like, Dude, you know, like, I saw like, like Stuart's getting a blowjob in the fucking hallway. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's, I mean, by dudes. Like, yeah. They're sucking well, I mean, dick. well, yeah, it was two. <laughs> they were they were doing the old ice cream sandwich routine. <laughs> I mean, you ever seen anybody more popular than Stuart Little? I mean, at Jesus that thing, Christ. no, man. I mean, yeah, like it's it's so crazy when you see like Stuart and Richard and like Jack and those guys, and they're like surrounded by the fanboys oh my god they're rock which stars. i'm a fanboy oh big time to an, i mean to an extent granted i that was not my fanboy moment my fanboy moment was with none of those guys because i've met those guys before who who's my fanboy, fanboy moment was fred fucking morrison dude oh yeah yeah did you talk to him i got i got a, i got a cuddle on friday night i was like i just want to say i'm a big fan handshake half hug boom nailed did you it. really yeah didn't get a picture because i was too nervous i was i was a, a little bitch dude what a homo you are it's so weird and usually that <laughs> never usually like i never i never have that problem like i never have a problem of like being like like embarrassed to do like ask yeah, yeah, for something yeah, yeah, like yeah, i'm just like fuck it go for it who cares <laughs> yeah man fuck fred morrison i was like <gasps> that guy is the fucking man <laughs> there he is <laughs> oh my god oh my god yeah i just want to be his friend i'm still sure his hair's fake i just want to pull it dude he's got it he's like the donald trump of the fucking <laughs> pipe band world right <laughs> you know what <laughs> strangely enough when i talked to him he he did tell he did let me on in a secret that him and trump have the same toupee ma- person ma- maker yeah, yeah. they have the same two what's what's a what's a toupee make is it a toupist I don't. Two, I have no. A two pair. <laughs> ask, I, I don't know. Well, let's ask Joe Brady. He yeah, ask Joe Brady. He probably knows. He's probably got at least <laughs> plugs or extensions. He's got to have. Yeah. yeah, his hair is too good for his, as old as he is. Ah, dude, I just wanted to grab it so bad. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way that's attached. It can't be. But like, there's if no if anybody's way. got like that hair, it's got to be Fred Morris. You know, what if we it need was to do? for real, like here's what we he need did, to do. He did do one of these. Let's go. He did do the flip through the hair thing. Here's here's what we need to do. We can we can settle this once and for all. Oh. We need to get access to Fred. We need to cue the heist movie music for sure, but dun, dun, dun. We get access to Fred Morrison. As soon as we see him. Oh, yeah, no, keep doing, keep doing your bit. Keep doing. We see Fred Morrison at an event. He's carrying a large stack of papers or chanters or pipe wreaths or something. Fusco walks up, accidentally trips, knocks the papers and or pipe wreaths or whatever out of Fred's hands. He has to bend over to pick them up. As soon as he bends over to pick them up, there's Josh with the leaf blower. (laughs) Does his hair come off? Nobody knows, but we'll find out. In Morrison Impossible 1. (laughs) 
<laughs> that sounds like a great idea. Let's find out for real. See, it's a it's a pretty straightforward heist scheme until the leaf blower. No one expects to encounter a leaf blower inside. That's how you have the element of surprise. That's yeah, that's a good point. You could or the other option just go up and grab him by the hair. <laughs> just find out for sure. If you just, want to be really Dude, bullsy. I do not want to be the guy that gets on TMZ for pulling Fred Morrison's weave out. Just, like that's 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 too much for me. That's what we call channeraning him. Yeah. Speaking of that, we channeraned the shit out of Richard Parks and dude, Cal, Cal, uh, Cal Beaumont, <laughs> Cal Beaumont Ross Miller. <laughs> like Well, Ross kind of saw it coming, but the yeah, rest of the guys did not. Those boys got those guys are got channeraned hard. <laughs> We're good. Hashtag channel rented. <laughs> yeah. Like it's one of those things too, where I'm always, I'm always, uh, like, I don't know whether or not I should be offended or just happy. Cause like sometimes when we run into people and we're out and about and we get them to do something cause they have no idea who the fuck we are. Mm-hmm. I'm like, slightly offended that you don't know who Chanaran is, but I'm like, oh, thank God they don't. Otherwise, we'd never get away with this bit we're about to do. <laughs> if they saw us coming, they yeah, would they saw walk, us they'd coming, run away. They'd, they'd run away like everybody else did. Right. That was the best part of listening to that to that episode was just all the times like, and they ran away. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so did you notice, though, the people that knew who we were, for example, like the Canadians we were hanging out with, I won't say them because they're already upset that we outed them, but... I didn't say shit. I don't know what you're talking about. It was my fault, but they're <laughs> upset. So anyway... They ran away every time we bring up the mic, uh-huh. uh, but and a couple other people did too. But and the people that didn't know who we were were like, "Oh my god, there's these guys doing something with a mm-hmm. mic. Let's walk up and see." And yep. then we chanted. Are you guys <laughs> doing a show? We're like, yes, we are. We're doing a radio show. Tell me, how did this weekend go competition wise? Oh, how was that? Oh, also, what's up with the guy jizzing in your hair? <laughs> How'd you get your hair so great? Did somebody jizz in your hair? Oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> I, I I totally spaced that joke, the Matt Pace joke. That was a fucking. That was one of the best ones of the Matt whole. Pace, yeah, that I would say was arguably probably the best joke of the whole. I mean, clever actual joke. Yeah, that was one I of mean, the better ones. Maybe I've not done the in most the shocking moment, but the cleverest <laughs> joke for sure. It wasn't as good as the uh, what was the what was the one way back when where it was like hide behind a tuner or something <laughs> if you were trying to avoid, <laughs> you're trying to avoid service bands. Yeah, yeah, that was the best joke of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what that was, but something uh, about. Just about like hiding from service bands that were after us, and said, "Just hide we'll just behind." Hide behind the <laughs> that's still the funniest. That's still fucking funny. It didn't take us. It didn't take us very long for us <laughs> to reference our own joke on our own show. Oh my god! So speaking of that, I have a, I have a question for you. So yeah, what's up? I don't know if you realize this, but um, D- Doogie Andrew Douglas from the Piper's Dojo mm-hmm. interviewed Joe Brady while he was in Kansas City. What? That's why Joe Brady wouldn't hang out with us? No, this I think it was happened before we actually got there. I believe it was Thursday night when he did this, as far as I could tell. That bird dog and son of a bitch. He did a long-form interview with Joe Brady. It's like two hours long. I'm about an hour through it so far. So, <clears throat> But what's funny about it... I'd be asleep already. Oh, my God. By like an hour now, I'm starting to like... You know right. why it's two hours, though? Because it's fifty. It's an hour, at least just an hour alone of Andrew Douglas just fucking jawing. Oh, no. Yeah. It's absolutely that. That's exactly what it is. So <laughs> it's the funniest fucking thing. So like in the beginning, it's super interesting. That's good, it's though, because like, oh. I've been having a lot of trouble sleeping lately, so I'll download that. Yeah, yeah just listen to yeah. it. You'll, you'll fall asleep in no time. But it's fascinating because they bring up... They constantly talk about us without saying us. Like we're super influenced what they talked about. So they talked a lot about service bands without talking about us. <laughs> Um, like that he talked about the McCain Piper. You want to hit that again? Four, because they referenced us again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was I hit my I hit my mic. Oh, That's is that what it was? I thought it was a reference every time he referenced nope. us. So, but it's actually interesting. To be fair, Joe is always interesting to me, and it's very long form. So you gotta you gotta be willing to put in the time to where Andrew. Well, yeah, I mean, and and Joe's interesting because it's you know it's like talking to a vampire. Like, wouldn't it be amazing <laughs> to, to to hear from someone that has that much life experience? <laughs> 
Uh, it's no, it's it's pretty good though. It's on the Dojo's podcast thing. He's Andrew challenged us. He's like, I'm coming after you guys as far as podcasting. For podcasting. Like, if you do a to- two hour interview with Joe Brady about fucking nothing, I'm not so sure it's a challenge. <laughs> oh shit, we better watch our six. Wait, no dick jokes. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> Granted, you got to keep in mind that's probably uh, you know probably the only time either of those men have been able to last for two hours in a long time. So. <laughs> probably a while, yeah. Andrew's young, but he's married and has young kids, so there's mm-hmm. there's that factor going in. But <laughs> dude, yeah, it was so good. It was so good seeing fucking Douglas at the at the winter yeah, storm. Was, we didn't get to actually hang out, unfortunately, because he was much. working his tail off. Yeah, the Dojo guys were doing awesome. Dude, they were, yeah. Andrew, Andrew Douglas, and Andrew Carlisle were killing it. The li- like they were, <laughs> they were nailing. The live it. stream was amazing. It was awesome. It's up there. You can go watch it. But um, they did a lot of g- great work on that. Yeah. Um, and it's still like somebody. I've, I'm starting to see clips float out there and stuff. There's some cool stuff out there. But um, I mean, ours was the best to be honest. But you know, whatever. Yeah, of course. Ours is just audio, but. Although you got video of the K, uh, I don't call it Kaylee. What would you call it? The the winter steam post steam, like when they're hanging. So the winter playing the piano winter and people vapor? just jamming yeah. on the pipes and shit. Yeah, I got some of that. You so, got to put that out because that was cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely try to cut that into something usable. The problem was I was just like half in the bag and memory cards were filling up, so like they're like <laughs> cutting off in bad places. But yeah, no, we'll get some stuff. Because I mean, three in the morning, there was no like there was no starts and stops. Like these no, they fuckers just, just played for like an hour straight. I'm yeah. like, how am I going to edit this? <laughs> uh, you just fade in and out. It's easy enough, but. <laughs> Like people playing a piano and then Piper's Andy, playing. Andy Fusco's secrets to editing, ladies and gentlemen, just fade in and out. <laughs> I did I not pull, pull it off? <laughs> I pulled it off audio wise. I don't know about video, but uh, that's not my problem. <laughs> but uh, that was killer, dude. It was like three in the morning. People sit around a piano and guys jamming, just jamming, man. fucking jigs holy and reels shit, and just repeating shit and just fucking jamming, dude. It was killer. Yeah. So, so we'll put we'll put some of that out. I don't know if anybody else got that besides us. Yeah. I don't think so. I didn't see anybody filming it, but like I saw a Ross Miller play and then some dude from Nova Scotia. I don't remember his name. Somebody told me, but I don't remember who it was. And it was just killer. Yeah. They, they fucking, they so nailed it. There were snare drummers out there. I saw Derek Cooper out there just jamming along to whoever was jamming. And then, uh, what's his name? Uh, somebody else. Fuck. I can't remember. All right. Yeah. It was good. Good experience. Don't you agree? Good sesh. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely worth, um, staying awake way past my bedtime. <laughs> so we got an email. And this is an email from Australia. Yeah, this is a good one. I'm just quickly making sure that it doesn't say, don't say this. It was silent, sorry. Okay, I don't think it says don't read this on air. It doesn't. So, God, I have to take my sunglasses off. I know I'm, I'm, breaking, I'm breaking character, guys. If you're on the live stream, I apologize. All right, this is from Kristen. She says, hi, guys. Sorry for the bit of a long email, but I've been wanting to email you both about your podcast for some time now after coming across it via the Big Rab Show. Hey! <laughs> Rab, you're awesome! You're awesome! <laughs> I don't play in a pipe band, or uh, I'm not involved in the pipe band community, but I'm very active in the brass wind band scene in Australia. Oh, and I love listening to pipe bands. Just not up close. I like having most of my hearing still intact. Yeah, well, it's a loud instrument. Fair enough. Coming from Australia and never being actively involved in the pipe band scene, I've not had an opportunity to experience what happens in the world outside of seeing some local pipe bands every once in a while. 
once I started listening to you, dirty fucks, I'm sorry, once I started listening to you guys and Big Rab, well, what can I say? A lot of the same shit happens in the pipe band scene, happens in our scene as well. Let's just say I understand very well the difference of opinions that can occur with being a player in an association and being in an executive position in said association. Oh, shit. We're mm-hmm. Just, episode 52, right out the gate. Back into fucking associations, guys. Here we go. Every time I think I'm out, they drag me back in. Um, having the balls to talk about it. Or, I'm sorry. Uh, having the balls to talk about it. I love being involved in both sides. Sometimes it the shit out of me. So I thought about what I would like to say about why I love your podcast. Numero uno. Uh, that's me. This is just bullet points. They didn't say numero uno because I don't <laughs> think Australians speak Spanish. You don't give a shit about whatever topic you talk about you don't give a shit about how whatever topic you talk about comes out i love how you struggle with aussie slang and even when it's explained to you still don't get it lol most of all even though you can be sometimes shit at being comedians (laughs) you still make me (laughs) laugh and keep me engaged enough to listen through the episode and come back for more well at least someone recognizes that we're actually trying to be comedians and not reporters and we're shit at it right occasionally you talk serious issues in a way that relates to everyone and gives food for thought serious serious podcasts unless true crime don't grab me and keep me engaged but there is an unpolished off the cuff podcast that talks a lot of shit but in a funny way then i'm all over it lastly just finished episode 49 want to make a comment about when you were watching the recording of hawthorne honey boo boo's band mm-hmm. at the 2018 australian pipe band championships there was commentary on the production of the recording i just wanted to do a shout out that it was brass band that did the live stream of that event moonlining his pipe band on that occasion band with two ends like band from the event. <laughs> the team at Brass Band do all the live streaming for our state and national brass band and concert band championships and do an absolute awesome job. I can't give enough praise to Brass Band for the fact they have opened up the Australian band scene and afflicted us to the rest of the world. Keep up with the hot mess each week that is your podcast. I look forward to hearing some more shenanigans from you guys. Sincerely, Kristen, one of the six, but only from July. Hashtag bring back Che Hill. Really? I didn't see that part. <laughs> Who's Jay Hill? Che, che Hill. I think it was supposed to be Cahill, but there's an extra H, so it's uh, Che Hill. Che Hill. Che Hill okay. Guevara. <laughs> uh, we're working on Cahill. I will say that. Uh, we're trying to get him back. He has been busy, but uh, we hope that Hatch of Face Prick eventually makes his way back on I'm the glad, show. I'm glad that's entered the lexicon, <laughs> by the way. I'm glad Hatch of Face Prick has become the norm. Yeah, it's it's a great it's a great term of endearment. So yeah, thank you, uh, Kristen, for sending us an email. And if you have any emails or voicemails you'd like to hear or be read on the show, unless you're impersonating someone's vagina, send them to chainrant <laughs> at gmail.com. That's chainrant at gmail.com, the number one gmail.com account for sending stuff to Chainrant. What the fuck is in the box? What's in the What's box? What's in the box? What's in the box? That's <laughs> too obvious. That's a too easy a joke. So we have a gift here to open. We've been told we need to open this. We open this on air. Um, it was my idea. I was handed to uh, handed it to me. I can already. Today. I already know who it is because I can because it's got Star Wars Star, wrapping. It's paper. It's a Star Wars wrapping paper. So this is from MLK. Yep, Meatloaf Kelly. And uh, is it okay if I open it? Yeah, absolutely. No, let's let's so, see let's see what's uh what's in the gift. It, oh, we finally degraded to doing unboxing videos on the Channel <laughs> podcast. This is really low <laughs> low brow here. Yeah. So this is all we this is all we have left. Kelly, God, I hope it's not a phallus. I need a knife. You got your knife on you? It's a fucking Pope wear funny hat. <laughs> so Kelly got us something. Let's see what it is for our year anniversary or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, close enough. Well, it's technically next week, but this is episode 52, so... You ready for this? I'm ready. Please don't be... Uh, Jesus Christ. Please don't be a rubber vagina. It would be a, well, we need to test one of those out. When we get enough money on Patreon, I'm going to test one of those. That, that's going to be what you use the, the Patreon dough for? <laughs> <gasps> 
Look what that is. Oh, my God. So, if only we had this a week earlier. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the official save the box. What do you we're going to want to transport this in the box. This is the uh, official Chanter Rant mic flag. Yes, for mic when, flag. For when we're doing on the... On, <laughs> let me, I'm going to I'm gonna have to unplug my mic to demonstrate, so okay. I'm going to mute myself. Go ahead. So, this is what you see on the news roving reporter on the news this would have been amazing a week ago uh last weekend if we had this people would have especially been like i'm out <laughs> hello uh welcome to the channel Rant podcast would you like to talk to us about the weather and winter storm and absolutely not <laughs> look at that thing man that's pretty kick-ass can I, can I fit this in my stand can we have this for the rest of the broadcast yeah i think i don't know stick it on there somehow we'll figure it out it'll be close enough I don't know what this thing does, but whatever. Does that? Oh, no, it work, that works. Oh, like, yeah, look at that. Look at that. Channer Rant Podcast. We're, it's official. We have a whatever that we is. We have a mic flag. We're, we're <laughs> an official news network now. <laughs> so thanks, MLK. That thing's the coolest Dude, thing Kelly, I've ever this seen. Is, yeah, this is easily the best thing that anyone has ever gotten me. Way better than booze because booze goes away. This is forever. Depending on how harsh, well, how harshly we use it, or yeah, <laughs> dude. If only I had that thing to stick on the rubber dildo that we had while we were in winter storm. Yeah. Imagine that on the dildo. Yeah, speaking fit? speaking of which, do we want to talk about that? Because yeah, I mean, we didn't really get to any jokes with that or anything on the winter storm. No, we never did. It was probably a waste of money, but we'll we'll get to it eventually. <laughs> so so Fusco, tell tell the audience some backstory about this. All right, so and, we have and tell them tell them about your TSA adventure with a giant <laughs> synthetic phallus. So there's a couple things here. <laughs> I I don't know where this idea came from, but we decided at some point that we should bring a giant rubber penis to the gig. It came from Kansas it came City. from me wanting you to go through airport security with a giant rubber penis. No, in <laughs> I don't believe you're that you were that forward thinking at all. <laughs> I think what it came from is we have friends that have thrown penises at shows and stuck them to walls, and it's just fucking hilarious. So the idea was we we're going to try to. <clears throat> excuse me get it on the wall at winter steam or winter or at the concert and just fucking so nobody could get to it way up high and just mm-hmm. fucking laugh our asses yeah. off the idea was we were going to try to get this because it was it had a suction cup it, yeah it, had it a, was a fairly large uh caucasian penis still nine, nine inches to be exact <laughs> did you do the depth test on that one <laughs> <laughs> no i just held it up against mine and it was about the same so yeah, yeah there you go and it had a had the suction cup on the end so the idea was we're like if we can get this stuck on the wall high enough where nobody can where get nobody it can get to it <laughs> it would be the funniest thing so ever we were literally we were literally practicing in the hotel room we're practicing trying to throw this thing like a fucking tomahawk <laughs> so that it stick. will stick so that we can throw it high enough to get it to stick on the wall. And we should have started training a long, long time, time ago. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's deceptively difficult. Oh, it's remarkably difficult to get it to stick. But you were pretty successful at about five, six feet. Five, six feet, I was okay. Anything more than I that. couldn't get it to a range that would have been useful. No. No. So the other idea, well, so <laughs> what happened was <laughs> I had to go buy this fucking thing because Josh <laughs> came up with this idea very last minute. It was like the night before the we night left. The night before we left. So... There's plenty of sex stores in Vegas, as most people probably know. <clears throat> so we have video of this, and it's going to be great when this goes yeah, out eventually. Yeah, it's going to be good for the, pa- for the patrons. <laughs> I recorded myself walking into a sex store to buy this fucking thing. And, uh, <laughs> and it, yeah, please. And uh, it, it was embarrassing to say the least, but I just went in acting as if, like, fucking balls to the wall, full steam, I'm heading into this store going to get this thing. Dude, if, you, if you're going to go into the love store to buy a nine inch dildo 
You got to act like you know what you're doing. <laughs> I went in. I'm like looking on the walls. Like, where's the wall of dildos? Oh, there it is across <laughs> the way. <laughs> Strangely enough, that's what we call our fortress of solitude. <laughs> the wall of that's what that's what we should yeah, name. That's what headquarters. <laughs> That'll like, be Chatterant. Chatterant headquarters will be the the, <laughs> the wall of dildos. <laughs> the wall of dildos. So I went in and bought this fucking thing. Let me tell you, checking out was an interesting experience. So I called Josh from this place. I'm like. Dude, this—they've got a whole. Let giant me wall. let me put it this way. So for my end, I was my my original involvement was I was like, hey, go to the love store. It's not far from your place Both or my us, place. Really. I was like, go there, buy a big dildo with a suction cup on it, and it, we'll we'll use it for something. We'll, we'll use it for some out. kind of a bit. We'll yeah. do some kind of a funny bit with this giant fucking dildo. <laughs> there were that. I thought that would be the end of it. I thought. All Andy was just going to show up with a giant dildo the next day. There were four consecutive phone calls as Andy like worked himself up to this and like talked him through. I had to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was a little bit of that and a little bit of like there were so many options I didn't know what to do. Like, <laughs> I'm like, do we want a big one? Do we want a smaller one? Do we want like I know we wanted a suction cup, but that's all I knew. It has to be one that's with the suction cup. For we want sure. white, black. You know what's funniest? <laughs> it's all funny. So, so I'm staring at this wall of dildos and I call Josh. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what do what 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 do you want me to get? Like, how much how much should I spend on this? Episode fifty two, a wall of dildos. <laughs> Title in the bag. <laughs> Let me write that down. Uh, so I'm looking at these dildos, and the woman comes up to me. There's two girls working there, young, reasonably attractive, but not like crazy attractive, right? And she's like, "Can I help you with anything?" I'm like, "No, just just looking. <laughs> I'm just browsing." And I had headphones in because I'm like trying to record myself doing all this. Yeah, but also and you can't record you. in there. Like they really don't want you to. I'm sure they take didn't. Pictures so or photos. I'm in holding the sex it down store. low, but I'm like, all right, I'm turning around, you can see the. Oh behind god, me, that's right? so funny. So then I'm also <laughs> looking for playing cards. We also wanted to get like naked chicks playing cards or whatever for whatever yeah. reason. So, so I I pick out a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the counter. There's other couples in there. They all look relatively normal. It's not like a sleazy place that you yeah. can see in a movie or whatever. It's very well lit, which is unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the, the Great best, for recording, but... The best moment in this would have been like you go to the counter and you run into one of your piping students. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Fusco? Uh, <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> so I'm checking out, and that's the only thing I bought. I was going to get something else, but I decided not to. <laughs> just some like novelty like thing or whatever. So the girl comes up and she's checking me out. <laughs> and the funniest thing, she's like, so just, just, and she, you can tell she's a little awkward, but I'm like, it's obvious. I think it's pretty obvious. I'm not gay. I don't know who knows. Right. But like, what the fuck are you buying this for? And I didn't, I didn't explain it. I didn't like, I no, no, you gotta be stone cold, stone cold. I was like, well, it's for a prank, whatever. I didn't do any of that. I'm just checking out with a dildo. Right? She says <laughs> I'm to me, here, like, I'm here to purchase one rubber penis, please. <laughs> She says to me, she's like, I just want you to know, because I pay with a credit card. She's like, um, your receipt's in the bag, but there's no, or no return policy. On these. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no problem. I have no intention to return. No, no intention of bringing it back. <laughs> no problem. So, oh, God. It was so we so just need to take, we just need to take that, like, uh, just get a bunch of like mud and chocolate pudding and shit all over it. And then just take <laughs> Try it to return like, it. Can I, can we, can we take this back. <laughs> So I buy that fucking thing and I start recording myself on the way out. Like, oh my god, look what I got! <laughs> blah blah blah. We'll sh- we'll put up the video eventually. But the best part patreon.com slash chainrant. So now I'm thinking like I'm packing for Kansas City mm-hmm. and I've got. <laughs> 
We've got a box of condoms, just because yeah. it's funny. You bought you bought an entire a box, big and box. Yeah, you took you took quite a lot of condoms I, for no reason whatsoever. It was just fucking funny. I thought we would you use had it. All, in a you bit. had a whole you had a whole carry on anyway. Yeah, I had that. I had this dildo. I had you know uh, what the fuck was the other thing I had? Uh, drumsticks, chanter, um, all you know, whatever. Uh, there was something else. What the fuck was it? Was it was it the shower rings? The sh- we had the shower curtain <laughs> rings, which made no sense. We were gonna we we're gonna play a drinking game of like throw the shower curtain rings on the penis. Which, by the way, those were that was that would have been an amazing shot. I don't know. Did anybody yeah, actually Im- get one? Almost impossible. <laughs> almost impossible. <laughs> they were way too small. So I had all these things in my case. As it turns out, most most uh, household shower rings are not large enough in diameter to fit around a sexual aid, <laughs> a marital aid. I mean, it could have worked, but you'd have to hit that would be the perfect, perfect shot. Yeah, yeah, the perfect shot. I remember what the other thing was. So <laughs> this one time, as a joke, Angel put a tube of analies in my pipe case so i would find it someday <laughs> i remember this so i packed that too because we were gonna fusco, sneak it. fusco what's analese for those playing along at home i assume it's like it's a, a numbing cream for it's a desensitizing anal. uh butthole lubricant yeah, i never used it but angel <laughs> so i had it and not I even it not even funny. after indian food no <laughs> <laughs> so i thought we could do the same joke to joe brady i was going to bring this analese yeah. and stick it in his case or stick it in something so I had that packed. So imagine the TSA sticking in something. Imagine the TSA agent searching my bag because they did search it. I had a tag in my bag when I got there. They had the dildo, the analies, the fucking condoms, <laughs> the fucking. I had the computer and all the recording equipment. I had the H two, the Zoom. I had you had, uh, you had, had your your chain and your drumsticks. drumsticks pad. Like somebody's like, oh, these guys are gonna go have a good time yeah. in Kansas yeah. City. <laughs> <laughs> these bagpiping folk, man, they're they're party they're animals. They're party animals. Oh my god. Oh Jesus Christ. So yeah, that so that happened. Um, we did none of the intended jokes. We did throw the dildo around. We got some video of that, but we yeah. never actually used it for anything. But we, we did. Will. We did plenty of practice to try to get the shot right because, man, it's hard to fucking. It's hard. Like you would think it would just throw like a throwing knife or like a tomahawk, but it's but it wiggles. Yeah, it wiggles mid flight. That throws and it's off heavy. So it's it, like it throws hard. off the ballistics. Yeah, yeah. And the, people underestimate the uh, ballistic density of a nine inch. <laughs> phallus with a suction cup <laughs> I on. I wish I brought it with me. We we, we planned to use it tonight. We just didn't say it we, uh, for a bit. Yeah, for a bit. Show, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to stick it up in the background yeah. always. Have it somewhere. Oh, my God. Where in the world is the dildo? If you, if you pick out the dildo, then... As if, as if people didn't think we were gay already. Oh, we get that a lot, too. But yeah. What are you going to do? Okay, so, um, Fusco. Yes, sir. I feel like it's, let's see, we're, we're a little over 30 minutes in. Why don't we take a quick break in the middle? We'll hear some uh, words from our sponsors mm-hmm. and then get right back to the show. And hello, Chain Around listeners. If you are enjoying this shitty bagpiping podcast, then you have to become a patron of Chain Around on Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash Chain Around. You can see a bunch of videos of us, you know, Andy passed out on a couch being a douchebag. Us after hours saying shit we cannot say on the podcast. This is a time for the real six to shine. So many people want to buy us a pint. They all offer, but here's your chance: buy us a virtual pint. Yeah, it's per it's month less less than one pint a month, and you can see us make complete asses of ourselves and uh, just enjoy some great chain rant content. All right, we're back. Chain rant radio. I'm going to give a little shout out to our patrons. Sexy, sexy patrons. So here's to Ben and Bill. Ooh, Ben and Bill. Bradley, beer boy. Beer boy, Brad on the ones and twos. Aussie broad. 
that crazy Australian bitch. <laughs> Courtney and Fiona. Those other crazy bitches too. Ian. And then the other Ian. He's got too many eyes in his name. What is with that Scottish Ian? Too many eyes. So here's to Jason, John, and Jonathan. Three J's, I'm not gonna be able to tell you apart, motherfucker. MLK. Kevin. MLK, we just had a day for you. Kevin, I'm not sure who the fuck you are. (laughs) But we know Killian, don't we? Mmm, Killian, Killian it. Nine days a week. Let's not forget Liam. And of Lesser course, known Hemsworth brother. And of course, Mary. That hot chick that wears a shirts. With the long legs, Mary. Of course, we got Mike. Raymond. Didn't know there were this many of them. <laughs> <laughs> this is way more than six, buddy. Don't worry, there's only two more. You ready for them? I'm ready. It's Ted. And of course... Ted and Tim, if you guys ever start a band together, change your fucking names. All right, so th- uh, shout out to the patrons. Thank you guys yeah, for Yeah, thank you us. for um, paying <laughs> $5 to uh, support the pa- Channery Podcast on Patreon. We appreciate it. Um, y'all don't know how much of a pain in the ass it is. Actually, you do know because we don't do a very good job of hiding it. Obviously, we bitch, compl- we constantly. bitch constantly. <laughs> this is going to become the... the well, well, no, no. See, I liked I liked what you said on episode fifty, where we were bitched out. Mm-hmm. I, I have nothing left to bitch about, Fusco. Except for podcasting. Except for podcasting. Right. Yeah. So this is going to become podcast rant. Yeah. <laughs> we're done talking about pipes. We we're barely talked over. about bagpipes before, yeah. and we're going to talk about it even less now. We're just going to talk about the ins and outs of trying to run a successful podcast. Okay, let's just flip it over. So what's the difference? So okay, save that track, whatever that was, that was because that was fantastic. All right, we'll use that again. Yeah, we'll sure. definitely use that again. Um, so Fusco. Yes, sir. Tonight is technically Burns Night, but tomorrow night is the Burns Night that we are accustomed to, the uh, Burns Night here in Las Vegas. And I feel like it kind of comes with the territory, if you're a piper, if you're a dancer, if you're kind of involved in this scene, that you're going to do a Burns Night event. And as with any event that is in this uh, wonderful community that we all inhabit, not just the Las Vegas community, but the Celtic kind of cultural community mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there is a vast spectrum of burns nights um that range from complete party to super extravagant to super shite to just a bunch of people at someone's house yes yes so i thought we could talk a little bit today since we're gonna since we're gonna do this event and we've we've done a lot of these events in the past about burns nights like what is the what is the way to do it Aside from an open bar. Yo, we actually know. <laughs> always, always start with an open bar. <laughs> yeah. If you want to have a good event, open bar. Open bar. That's, yeah. a, that's just a layup. Just don't that's invite like, us. That's like if you want to have a successful podcast, make dick jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't interview Joe, Joe Brady for two hours. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> that. That's an unsuccessful podcast. But so ironically enough, I came from tonight uh, to this event to from one of the events where it was like people having a little house party almost okay essentially Uh, so that's one option right is a 20 people in a room kind of like you know eating some haggis and catered 
No, they they, the they two, cooked. The hosts cooked, and they cooked a bunch of Scottish food, which was interesting. And it was pretty good, actually. It was interesting. And I played some pipes, and they sang along. I believe they had this whole thing where they wanted to sing along to what I was playing at, okay. least, at least a couple times. So I picked some tunes that they could look up words for. Did they sing A Man's a Man for that? They didn't uh, because they... I didn't tell them about that one, but I did tell them a couple others that I'd be playing, like, um, of course, Skyboat Song. They looked up the words for Myrie's Wedding, so I played that one. Okay. Uh, they sang to Amazing Grace, and then... All Old, Things Old Anxiety. Yep. And then I played some other stuff, of yeah. course, too, but that's what they sang, too. Did they did they sing the actual words to Skyboat Song, or did they sing the Outlander words? I believe it was the actual words. Okay. I believe. Well, I, was the protagonist a male or a female in the... I didn't look that close. Okay. I don't remember, to be honest. <laughs> but I, I, I think it was the original words. But anyway, either way. Um, and they were, they, they kind of didn't know what they were doing. They asked for help. They numerous times asked me for help, and I know almost nothing other than I've seen them a bunch of times, but I've yeah. never been involved in it, so I don't really know what's happening. I mean, So I no toast to the haggis. They did a toast to the haggis, but they did a very shortened version of it. He had a knife, and he stabbed That sounds it. like the best way. Yeah. Oh my God. It was not the long form. <laughs> yeah. Is there is there a way to get? Can we can we, <laughs> can we do that the, tomorrow? Uh, the shortened version of that toast on the <sighs> internet. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He did the first and last verse only, basically. Nice. So, um, and uh, yeah. I think if you if you know what you're doing and you're quick though, you can get it done pretty fast. Yeah. I mean, it's numerous verses, but I it can't be that long. I've I, seen. I could probably clock it in like a minute and a half. Yeah. Yeah. That's not so bad. Whatever. Nah. But so yeah. So that was one version of it that I've scene um we've been involved in extravagant versions we're gonna do this one is tomorrow. true yeah um well extravagant well no well no i'm not saying that I, i'm just saying more formal maybe more, more formal, formal setting yeah. yeah so the one we're doing tomorrow is uh, this is actually put on by our local uh i don't i don't i don't think i'm gonna get in too much trouble here uh, well <laughs> put on by our local st andrews chapter and um yeah i mean we've been doing it for years it's interesting because for a long time it was like the most dreaded gig of the year yes it was impossible to get people to show up they're like, oh, but we'll give you food. And it's like, yeah, but the food's shite and the program's shite and we don't want to go. Mm-hmm. It was it was dreaded. And then time. the past the past couple years, it has been fantastically fun. Last three or three well, or four I'd say years, like right? last three at least. Yeah. 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 The last sure. three, I I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Like great entertainment, great sesh, good friends, good people. Yep. Food's good. <laughs> I'm interested to see what tomorrow brings yeah because there's a there's a change this year so i don't know how deep down this hole we, we don't want to get too deep into it i would just say but that there's like, been some changes a few years ago there were some changes in who was running it yeah and it's then, like leader it's like it's leadership changes like yeah. it happens with any organization yeah. and then this year it changed again so we'll see it seems to be seems to be heading back the way it was we'll see yeah we're gonna find out tomorrow so i would lot, always i would always walk in assuming the worst and then be pleasantly surprised yeah hopefully um, but <laughs> we'll see. So they went from having pretty good entertainment to having just you and me. <laughs> so yeah, we, we are the entertainment. Do they have dancers? They yes, have dancers, they right? Do, okay. They always have that. So we're not the only entertainment, thank God. True, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, musically. You know, so last couple of years, they had numerous various... Oh man! Last um, year they had us. They had uh, they had half the tinkers. Half they had the tinkers. They Killians. Had Killians. Angels. Yeah. Right? Uh, all gruel Celtic sort of group. Great band. Yeah. And then of course the DJ and and this year they have you and me and you and me. <laughs> and I know I know <laughs> we're not I, I know we're not getting paid more. So the budget must have been slashed. <laughs> we're getting paid exactly the same from what I remember. Um, so I I just don't think they want to go that way anymore. I don't know, but. We're going to find yeah, out. Yeah, in the past, it was almost like, it was, I mean, it started to become almost like a Kaylee. Yes. 
like a formalized Kaylee. But but what was big, what was different was like the people that started coming was were different, mm-hmm. right? We started having like the Outlander people would start coming, and then like some of your people, more of your people, more the, um, more of like the Celtic side, Celtic folks, side yeah. people started coming instead of just like the board. Well, the band, the band, uh, didn't used to come. Like you know, this is the first couple. This past two years, the only times that we had like board members of the band that would. Yeah, because we'd force to come. Yeah, we'd force them. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we used to not do that, but <laughs> um, so, but you know, I don't know how, what that adds necessarily. But <laughs> I think uh, I think it's important. I don't know. I think it's important that all the groups are represented. Yeah, that was the idea: is to support them because yeah. they support us or whatever it is. But although this year, not so much at the whiskey tasting. So we'll see how bitter I am about that in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> might be playing at the uh, LVCS burn dinner next year. <laughs> we, we might be. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, that's, I don't know. What do you think of this freaking Burns thing? Well, last year, uh, the last two years, it has just been complete and utter shit show. Like, we would show up, we would tune, we would sh- be fed drinks. Oh, yeah. Like, you and I don't need any help getting drunk. Nope. We're pretty good at it all on our own. By the way, that's for you shitting your pants. Yep. Yeah. Plus, we sneak shit in, and people buy drinks. Yeah, and like, night. that's the thing. Like, the thing that kills, that killed me last year. Well, you died last year. Oh like, literally, God, you literally died. But yeah, the thing that killed me is like, man, people feed us drinks at this thing. And I'm interested to see how that how that pans out because it's it was getting to a point where it was just a fucking party party. Oh my god! And then like we'd all go out to Frankie's afterwards. Which, if you're not from Vegas, Frankie's is a notorious. Uh, tiki bar with incredibly high proof drinks so yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure how it's going to shake out i think that uh <laughs> it's i feel like i don't want to i don't want to say that it's like going to be one way or the other but i feel like it's either going to be complete insanity as it was last year or a total dud i don't know that there's going to be any middle ground my my money if i was a betting man would be on total dud. you think so yeah because so what do you want to what i think there's going to be less cool people there so where's the after party then back just back to frankie's i like that tradition we, we haven't been in a while so why not yeah um it's a cool place you know i don't think there's going to be like mlk won't be there this year just now yeah, she's just she's playing a, she's playing a gig in, in else, brian so. head yeah and then uh some of the outlanders aren't going some of the outlanders aren't going and one of them in particular isn't drinking yeah Let's not even go down that road. So she's going to drive us to Frankie's, right? She'll be driving. Hey, well, that's a good that's a good bonus. So, um, so I don't know. Will the what's his name Tom be there? Because he's a fucking he's Tom. A uh, Tom is not going to be there. No. Oh my god, dude! Like he was the one that set me down the dude, whole. Dude, you and him, you and him just went for it. You guys <laughs> swung for the fences. Yeah, not only did you swing for the fences, but you made it. Like yeah. you, you overshot the fences. You were good. Yep. Uh, Big sexy won't be there this year. No big sexy. Big yeah, sexy that's is true. Uh, who's going? Sober? Who's going for the band? Lauren, Claire, and Will, as far as I know. Lauren, Claire, and Will. So Babs is going on someone else's ticket? She's probably going with the Outlanders. I don't actually know. Yeah, yeah I assume so. Um, so, yeah. Uh, well, Claire, Claire's good crack. Yeah, Claire's good good time. He doesn't drink, but he's he's that, fun. That's and he'll a, buy your drinks. Nah. The, funny, the funny thing about Claire is he's an excellent person to hang out with while you're partying, and he does not drink like at all. Yeah. You can count on him to uh, kind of watch your back while yeah. you're doing stupid shit. <laughs> oh sure. my god yeah so i'm interested to see what happens um i'm assuming we'll probably we'll probably get some clips we'll get some footage for the patrons will we yeah i, I mean i'll take two weeks for them to go up but we'll get them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it'll be there i don't know so 
Um, but yeah, I don't know what Burns Nights are like elsewhere. Do you think they're, I mean, I've gotten some of our friends, you know, have been messaging me because uh-huh. a lot of people are at a Burns Night tonight doing well, stuff. Like, I've been seeing a lot of stuff like on Instagram, on Facebook, people that are doing these Burns Nights across the country. Vegas, I think it's just, it's uniquely uh, a shit show. Mm-hmm. As is everything. Well, that's because that's us. We're the shit. It's show. really us, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like most of these events would be perfectly fine. And then they invite us and there goes the fucking neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> There goes the neighborhood. There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited for it. Um, I think it's going to be fun. Well, no matter what. Well, it'll be fun because we'll, we'll make it fun. <laughs> that's, that is the number one thing. And I feel boring, like if, I'll drink more. I feel like if there's any takeaway, it's that the reason that it looks like we're always having fun at everything, even if it totally sucks, is because we make our own fun. Yeah, we put on we put on our masks. And we, we were we were tired, through this shit. exhausted, shitty on Sunday night. <laughs> like going to this fucking curling thing. We had a good time. Oh yeah, yeah. Like well, it, the half naked chicks that were marching with it's us. It's all uh, it's all in your attitude. Yeah. <laughs> like the trick is you have to learn to you have to learn to like it sucking. <laughs> if you can learn to like it, then you'll be fine. Yeah, you got to bring your own entertainment for yeah. sure. So. And we certainly will. We'll see how far we go. Like, you know, like, do we pull out the bollocks and fiddle bit? Do we? I think we should maybe do a little bollocks and fiddle. Is there, a, do, does the Chainerian audience know about bollocks and fiddle? Is that a thing? I, if, if you don't, YouTube it, bollocks and fiddle. It's a great acapella group out of, out of Ireland. Yeah. I mean, they, they only really play in Vegas. I think. Well, I think the only time they're ever videotaped is yeah. when they're in Vegas. I think they used to play back in the fifties with Frank, you know, yeah. or something. There's back some the connection day. there. That's why they come here. But we get them for our show every year. Yeah. They come out and they sing some shit. Those, those men have a crazy amount of facial hair. They do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, they're a good time yeah. and uh, we, good crack. We might. They might make an appearance at the Burns Night, depending. I don't know. I was excited. We got to see them. Uh, we actually got to see them, what, this, just at the last concert they came by. That was a lot of fun. They did. They yeah. showed up. Um, yeah, maybe they'll make it to Burns Night. That'd be fun. Yeah. We should have invited them, but they just kind of pop up out of nowhere. You can't control those guys. No, just... they're, they're like a hurricane. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Jesus. So, yeah. Um, but I don't know. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Sort of. <laughs> the most excitement I can muster. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited because I, I lead a fairly boring life day to day. Yeah. I, I, I just, I'm just like, just something to get me out of the house. <laughs> I don't have a lot of faith that there's going to be a lot of titties there to look at. So I know there's going to be. Well, there's two less in particular. Significantly less than. Patty <laughs> has some big ass titties. Where in the world is Athena? Those titties. Titties. <laughs> this episode. <laughs> Brought to you by Big Ash Titters. <laughs> oh my oh, goodness! Sorry. But yeah, um, so Fusco. Yeah. While we're on the subject of uh, the band, which is how we ended up in this Burns Night situation, is because of the band. Are we on that subject? I thought we were talking about titties. Well, I mean, being in a band, you get to see more. T- yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's there's cor- there's loose correlation. <laughs> yeah, there's correlation, not necessarily causation. <laughs> right. Um, I wanted to say on the record because we're not just bitching anymore on the show we are i have noticed some marked improvement in the band that shall not be named you're kidding As i know i just said it and i need to like knock on wood because i know it's gonna yeah, it's gonna week. immediately go, next week's gonna be like a Remember the last time we said this yeah <laughs> a week later it was like fucking but i haven't said shit i haven't said shit for weeks i've just been kind of hanging back i've been just letting the letting the process take over we talked about the system 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Trust in the system. We talked about the system with Honey Boo Boo and some of the stuff that uh, you implemented for the beginning of the new year. Mm-hmm. Homework. We've discussed it. I was, uh, I, I was actually pretty pleasantly surprised. Did you listen to the video? I did. Okay. Did, you, did Was it the same? No. I heard more of the left side okay. on the video, but I was still, overall, I was pretty impressed with how it turned out. Like, I don't think it's, like, going to win any fucking medals. No. But it's a vast improvement over even three weeks ago. Yes, absolutely. Vast improvement. Way big, way better, which is was shocking, to be honest. <laughs> I remember, like, we got through the march, and it was, like, almost mistake-free. I mean, more or less. Yeah. I mean, maybe one or two little bloops, but nothing major. Nothing huge. And I'm like, here's the curse. Who are we getting to the Strauss Bay? I'm like, this is where that it first all goes bay, dude. The like, first oh, Strauss Bay is go. where it, like, always goes haywire because no one knows that tune well enough. <laughs> and actually, I... It wasn't that break, bad. The break was not bad. Yeah. There were some fuck-ups and hiccups, but the funny thing for me is I'm amazed at how, like, baffling that, that Strauss Bay is to people because it's a super simple tune. Super simple. Very musical, very, very nice, just, and almost no difficult embellishments whatsoever. The right. second Strauss Bay, infinitely more difficult. Technically, yes. And the first one is so, like, repetitive. Maybe that's, maybe that's the bitch, though. Maybe the bitch with the first one is, it's so simple that you that underestimate it. You, you just, like, overthink it. Maybe. It could be the case. That could be the case. So the first Strauss Bay we were playing is something called Shawnee's Tune, which is written by Fred Morrison. Fantastic. And team. he actually played it. I don't know if you noticed that you played it. I did. That thing. And um, it's our newest tune of everything we played. It was implemented this year. And uh, it's going okay. Not great. But they're getting there. <laughs> by that was, that was on the recommendation of the one and only Jack Mr. Victoria Lee. <laughs> Is that what it is? I believe it's, I believe his a name is people, John lot, Angus Lee, actually, but. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Another, another John Angus. He's a John Angus. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just like my John Angus. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he suggested it. So we put it in cause we needed another stress base and that's the one he recommended. And absolutely lovely tune. Yeah. So we also play, what's the other tune we play? Smith's a gallant Smith's fireman. Smith's a gallant fireman. And then Molly on the Shore. Molly on the Shore, yeah. Molly on the Shore actually held together pretty well until the very end. Until the very end, yeah. This Nobody cut panicked. The cutoff is yeah. what is killing people. Yeah. So we but did... the cutoff exercise, good yeah. idea. Some of the stuff we picked up from the uh, seminars at uh, Winter Storm. Winter Storm, yeah. We implemented a little bit of some things we learned at Winter Storm. Uh, I, loved, I loved Richard Parks. Actually, no, I'm sorry. The cutoff exercise was something I got from the dojo. Oh, sorry. it wasn't really? Yeah, it wasn't from that. The striking exercise was from the... Um, that was the, from Winter Storm? Winter Storm, yeah. Sorry. One of the things I loved about Richard Park's uh, seminar on improving practice was that there was no golden bullet. There was no secret. Mm-hmm. It was literally just like practice more than once a week. Practice with each person individually. Do the super simple stuff first. Take the slowest approach possible, like one-on-one with Channer, one-on-one with uh, Pipe Channer, no drones, mm-hmm. one-on-one with drones. Like, make sure everyone's got the tone you want. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there looking. I'm like, he's talking. I'm just like, fuck. I know he's right, but that sounds like so much work. <laughs> <laughs> well, the individual stuff, yes, but we've done that a million times. So he... See, some of the things that sometimes you're dealing with with these guys is they're looking at it from a grade two, grade one perspective where people can learn tunes like that. Mm-hmm. So when he said it, he basically said, sit down with your pipers one-on-one, but like in a group setting, but you're going one-on-one part by part, uh, even like phrase by phrase, I think is what he said. But 
and have them play it with you so you can tell them exactly how you want it and go around the table, et cetera, with everybody. The problem is if we do that in a grade four level, they are not going home knowing what the fuck happened. They're like completely overwhelmed in my opinion. So at a grade two level, like I can, like I've been through that, like Seamus could tell me blah, 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 blah. And I can go home and I can replicate that. But at grade four level, people aren't replicating. They're barely hanging in with playing E doubling. Oh, well, yeah. Like, right? like a certain level you change at the, at the event. Like you change right when you're told. Yeah. Like when Jack's in town and he's like, Josh, I need you to do this. I'm just like, you just do it. I just do the different yeah. thing. But everybody like, else is struggling with even understanding what the hell he's talking about, right? So there's a there's a little disconnect there. And, and I don't know. I, I should have asked him, like, would you recommend this for grade four versus grade two? Because there's, you know, there's obviously a difference. I would be interested in seeing. But we've, well, let me just finish. The point was we've done that. Jack's done that every time he's here. He goes around the table phrase by phrase, part by part. And then we come back two weeks later and nobody, they're completely playing it whatever, however they want. So do you have to continually do that? I don't know. I, I would say at his level, obviously not. But at our level, do you, we ha- like it's a shit ton of work for us to have to do that every week. We, we don't have the time. We'd have to have four-hour practices every week. Tw- well, if we had – well, okay. So he did say <laughs> practice twice a week. <laughs> or if we did or that. Or two-hour two practices. Right, two, two hours, pra- and we would have enough time, but we don't do that. So <laughs> I'd be interested to look at this um, from a different perspective of like when you think about like the people who when they're told something, they just adapt and do it. Mm-hmm. I would I don't I don't have enough anecdotal evidence, so I'm just like going off the cuff here. But I wonder if like when you get people that have been through something that's like a, like a sports like organized sports like boot camp type thing. Um, for me, it was getting the shit hazed out of me when I joined a fraternity in college. Like, I wonder if you get people that have just like been able to be broken down to the level where they can just take an order. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that is what like makes the difference. Like, if you get people who are like ex military, you get people that are in fire or police. Well, no, I I would argue that's not the case. So. <laughs> you just said the perfect example. Well, Fire and police. I wanted, to, I wanted to give the examples for the people I think that can do it and the sure. people that as soon as you tell them something, they're like, nah. <laughs> right. So that's the thing, though. Like, Fire and police, you would assume would handle that, mm-hmm. but they don't, right? At least not from a that's musical standpoint. That's because you don't have more, like, patches or Correct. shininess they, they, on you. Right, exactly. So, but then we if have... You, if you had a bigger hat, they would listen to you. <laughs> I need a smoky hat. Yeah. Like a fucking state trooper. If you, if you, if you put on Ken Mish's <laughs> drum major hat, they'd listen to you. Cause everybody knows if you're in fire and police, the guy with the biggest hat is in charge. Is in charge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but think about like, we have people in our band who have been, who played in marching bands, mm-hmm. like, like high school style or college marching bands. So they, they've been hammered. You ever seen like what a college marching band is like? It is no. fucking intense. It's no joke. And, or sports players. We have one guy who's a football co- football player, coach, whatever, et cetera. Mm-hmm. He's been through that system. We have people that have been through that. Would you say that all of those people, you know who I'm thinking of, right? I know. I know. I, I, are I can... the same? Are those two guys that we're thinking of the same? Absolutely not. No, not at all. So is that really the answer? Is that, I don't know. Like, it, it seems like it should be that simple, but it's not. Wouldn't it simple. be nice if it was that simple? All I have to do is break you down so I can build you back up. Yes. I just I said that to Aussie Broad today. I'm breaking you down so I can build you back up stronger. <laughs> we can rebuild stronger. <laughs> Faster. Faster. <laughs> <laughs> but I wish it was that simple, but it's not. However, 
I will say, yeah, that was me doing that intentionally. We got to get like quieter shit. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> are we drinking still? I'm gonna, I, yeah. So we got that was four. Still. So <laughs> oh, you was just you just, just pound it. Yeah, fuck it. Here's to you, Patreon. We don't have to be up that early tomorrow. Are we going out tonight? <laughs> it's only eleven thirty. <laughs> Does the Pope get his dick sucked by children? Not the current one, but I guarantee the past ones. Some of the old ones, yeah. <coughs> anyway. This episode of Chain Ram brought to you by the, the Vatican. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag um, the Vatican. We hope everyone can eat someday while we sit in our city of gold. <laughs> it's literally made of gold, people. So anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about breaking people down, building them back up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Um, the, oh, that's what I was going to go back into. The homework and the new style of things we're doing. I'm seeing... Okay, so <laughs> this is what's remarkable about all this. The problem I had in the past, apparently, 11, 10 and a half years mm-hmm. of being pipe major of this organization is... Some hard peas. I treated people like adults. Idiot. I'm a fucking retard. The, uh, uh, easy sorry, on the R, easy idiot. on the hard R's. I mean, Come on, man. Sorry, sorry, sorry. People sorry. are people are paying for this show. <laughs> I apologize. So we're gonna lose our HBO money, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> sorry, I don't know what words we can't use anyway. Who Jesus? There, Christ. back back this stand up that way, like one inch, so that you can talk past the mic instead of hard peeing directly into it. <laughs> don't don't hard, hard pee, pee into the mic like R. <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what I've noticed is that. The problem, the thing that I did, I did it right away. It was like I gave people the benefit of the doubt and I treated them like adults. Absolutely 100% wrong thing to do. Just in the last month alone, we've been very specific, telling people exactly what to do, and they've been doing it. I would... I didn't think that was necessary, and, and I just thought we'd try something different. So, like, we have homework every week. People have to do... Okay, so here's one of the things that Richard Park said. Every time he hits his t- picks up his pipes, essentially, he does 30 strikes. 30 strikes. He strikes his bag 30 times to make Not sure. Not like the all the way up to an E, but. No, no, no. Just hit the bag and off. Make sure the drones the are right. Off. Hit the bag off. So we started doing that. We started doing that this week. I told people to do it. They fucking do it. They're going to learn how to. They're going to learn their bag. Yeah. It's so important to learn your pipes. You call it learn your pipes. But like, what do they do when you touch them? And how, you, like, getting familiar with the instrument, right? Does it ever worry you? That like when people have no sense of like pressure or touch when it comes to the instrument, like what it's going to do and how it's going to react, or like maybe we have to lick this reed, or maybe we have to like maybe we have to like adjust this here. How bad must that person be in the sack? <laughs> that's a very interesting. I wonder if yeah, that's a like like if you have no frame of reference for like subtle changes and like touch and pressure. That's a very good question. You might be the worst at fucking... For worst lay of all time. Of, of anybody, ever. That's interesting. Because there's a subtle art to a bagpipe. Here's here's what I want the audience I, to do. Here's what I want the audience to do, because I know I'm going to get yelled at this. I'm going to get yelled at about this episode. Someone's going to hear it. I'm going to get yelled at in the next band practice, for sure. But By me? No, by probably someone else. That I, Nobody that's, listens. They're going to be like, you said I'm crapping the sack on your podcast. <laughs> Claire, you suck in bed. <laughs> He's the only one that listens. He's got kids. He <laughs> <laughs> must not be that bad. No, it's a uh, like here. Here's like the thing for me is like like you don't have that if you don't have that level of like sensitivity and like just 
just take it easy. Like you should know your instrument. That's a very good point. People have almost no touch. Like when you're driving, uh-huh. you don't just slam the fucking brake. No, right. You develop touch, right? You develop how to stop without it jerking when fucking ripping your throat out when you when you stop the car. Correct. Like you develop that. You develop that with your foot. I'm talking about using your hands. Your hands are way more adept than your feet are unless you're like one of those like guys that has no arms and shoots shotguns with his toes unless or angel. one of those people that like gives foot jobs for a living. No, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's not it's it's just got to be it's like it's just a skill, right? It's just one of those things you develop. Like yeah. you got to You would think. You got to have sensitivity Ex- except here's what here, you it proves your point. They aren't doing it, so they aren't developing the touch. Well, the problem is, here's the thing. A guy that only gets laid once a month just goes in and jackhammers and gets Absolutely. nowhere. Absolutely, yeah. Like, you got to be, you got to have some finesse here. I don't know. I keep I keep comparing bagpipes to fucking because <laughs> it's a Channel Rant podcast. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> yes, I don't know. But you got to have some finesse. Like, you got to be able to know, you know, like fucking read the room. Like, uh, get, you know, hit the, hit the, hit the bag. Mm-hmm. You don't have to fucking go uh, 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 before you do anything to know if there's air in it. You just blew fucking air into it. Yes. Why is that such a thing? But we're, we're going to fucking train it out of them. It's a safety check, right? It's a nervous thing. It's a nervous thing for I'm afraid that like maybe my maintenance is so bad that I've lost a drone read or something. I'm going right. to make sure there's still air going through here before I do anything. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Because mm-hmm. I used to do the same shit before I tapped my fucking stocks. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, this, that was another mistake I made was trusting that people maintain their pipes. Again, treating people like adults. What did we find out? Like, eh, what was it? Six weeks ago, a month ago, I started like instilling the four questions of the, mm-hmm. the Piper's Dojo. Always. About. Like, this episode every- brought to you by pipersdojo.com slash big black dildo. <laughs> <laughs> but we started doing the four questions thing. Like, I'm going to spot check you motherfuckers. Absolutely. Every time I walk in this goddamn room. So you better check because if I find it, you're going to go fix it and you're going to miss out. So I'm just, just warning your you. Shit. I'm going to check your shit. So every time you walk in this room, do the four questions, bag tight, stocks tight, uh, read sees tight, calibrated drone reads. If you haven't done that, you should do it every goddamn time. You should be able to know your instrument so well that you can tell that something's off when it's off. Right, you touch- the equivalent. The equivalent to me would be like if you played guitar, mm-hmm. the easiest fucking instrument in the history of time to mm-hmm. be mediocre at. Oh, absolutely. Point and proven by Josh. By me, yeah. Side. I've I've had a very successful. <laughs> I've had a very <laughs> successful career of being mediocre at guitar. I, I've had a very successful career of being mediocre at bagpipes. Let's be honest here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, if you pick a guitar up and it's out of tune, you don't just play it and pretend like no one will notice. <laughs> like. Nobody like, does that. Like, make sure you're and like tune tuning is a specific thing because like tuning a bagpipe can be harder or whatever. But like, no, like if your instrument's shit, it's gonna fuck you, no matter what. It's gonna mm-hmm. screw you over at the wrong, the worst possible moment. I.e., you gotta know it. McCain Piper. I.e., McCain Piper. Like, you gotta know how it works. It's just like it's like having a fucking car. It's like having a firearm. It's anything. You gotta maintain and take care of that thing, or else it's gonna screw you over. Absolutely. If you have a if you have a firearm and you never clean it, it's gonna fail at the worst possible moment. Mm-hmm. If you have a car and you never change the fucking oil, it's gonna fuck you at yes. the worst possible moment. Correct. That's Murphy's law, right? We all know this. 
This is not a bagpipe is no different. No any different. instrument is any different. No like just take care different. of it. If you take care of it, it will take care of you. If you put fucking ten minutes of hot air into that motherfucker every night, it'll love you for years. Absolutely. I'm I'm single right now. I think everybody knows this. Painfully single. Painfully single on the podcast. I'm but quite I had tired a, of hearing about it, to be quite honest. But I had a very successful relationship for like three or four years. Oh, well, okay. And the secret to that relationship is the same secret to being good at bagpipes. Just put your mouth on it for 10 minutes a night. <laughs> and it'll take care of you. <clears throat> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's Channery Podcast. <laughs> Our advice: put your mouth on it. Put your mouth on it. I put my mouth on it for ten minutes a night and uh, served me well. <laughs> she stuck with you for three, four years, whatever it was. Fucking a. You must have been doing something right. So, um, Fusco, closing thoughts on tonight's episode? Isn't it good to be back to form? It's back. It's good to be back at the table. Um, I don't know. We're not quite back to form. We got to get back in the groove, but we, we will. Closing thoughts. Um, I don't know what the fuck we talked about because this is always such a blur. But uh, pipe band homework, good. Ch- uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, winter storm, good. Winter steam, even better. Rubber dildos, the best. <laughs> <laughs> I highly recommend everybody go out and get a rubber dildo. And the fleshlight is coming, people. We now have Patreon funding, so the 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 the, the dildo, the fleshlight is coming. I've got a picture. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> final thoughts. <laughs> Aside from the fact that all you had to say was the dildo was good out of context entirely. <laughs> like funny as a gag or like, is that why you were so tired when I came back from winter steam? But I'm the one editing. So nobody's going to ever get that, that clip. <laughs> um, final thoughts. I'm excited for another year. Chanaray and Fusco. Are you really? We're, we're done. We're done this bitching. Is officially the end of the first year. This is the episode. This is it. The end of episode the first 52. Year. Yeah. We're done bitching. Guess what? We're on the offensive. We're going on the offensive. Guess what we're going to do? I'm, I'm going to lay out a bunch of uh, bold claims that we're not actually going to fulfill. What's that? We're going to have uh, Kevin Conquest on the show. Uh, Colin Armstrong is going to do our theme song. I have an erection. Uh, Andrew Douglas is going to not be boring on I one episode at some point in the next 52 weeks. <laughs> Andrew Carlisle of the Piper's Dojo. He's going to come on the we're show. We're going to get him. Andrew Carlisle? From, the, from the Piper's Dojo. Yeah, that guy. The guy that was live streaming with Andrew Douglas. We're going to get him. Dude, that would be amazing. We're going to fucking... Uh, 100 years. 100 years of the Channel Ray podcast, Fusco. <laughs> 100 years. Dude, I ain't 100 got 100 more, years left in me. 100 more episodes and 100 more. Guess what, Fusco? It's going to be the best best podcast ever. <clears throat> <clears throat> fucking ChannelRay.com <laughs> slash 100 years. And guess what else we're going to do? We're going to get... We're going to get fucking... Uh, Ken Mish on the show. We're going to talk about associations. We're going to bring down the system. We're going to destroy the entire government. We're going to blow everything up. I'm signing up for. I'm signing up to be a member of Whistleblower, and I'm going to bring him down from the inside. I may not even bring him down from the inside. I might just go to some meetings and be a dickhead. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all I know is this. Were you trying to squeeze out a fart right there? No. I was just, I was hoping some inspiration would come to me and I'd say something. That's not how that works, by the way. You're supposed to have the inspiration, then do the lead up. Uh, Sorry. I was was counting on my, I was doing the Josh method of, of, uh, 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 production. You can't even, you can't even do the Josh (laughs) method when you're trying to waffle and do the Josh method. 
Uh, all right. So I uh, want to thank you all for listening to episode 52 of the Channerant Podcast. And we will see you all in episode 53, where we find out once and for all what's between Richard Park's legs. Fusco, play us out. 